0: I be like it's my Five, turn yeah four okay can't no i can i literally see us on the stream you can't do this i, I know that it's on i know that it's on. and we're live we're live we've hello. been live we've, we've been live <laughs> uh this is a deep dive so i, I guess i take this one hello everyone <laughs> welcome to the casual hour i'm your host Chase kennecke i've already screwed up the way that we do these things uh we're a podcast that's ostensibly about video games but mostly about the spirits within us all. Um, like I said, I'm your host, yeah, Chase Kennedy. Yeah. It's a deep dive episode, so that's why I'm doing this instead of Bobby, and that's why it's done so unprofessionally. Um, with me, as I mentioned, Bobby Pease. Hi, Bobby. Say hello. Hello. Nice. Very good. And then, um, and then we got a third guy.
1: Uh, third so, guy. Shy guy. Uh, <laughs> he, shy looked like a, he looked like he looked
0: like a shy guy, guy, guy earlier.
1: I did i can do that again if you want go uh, full shy guy let's
0: not let's not scare let's not scare the children uh how are you doing
1: johnny uh i'm doing well thank you chase how are yeah. you you look freshly walked i did i took i took a two mile walk this morning wow. uh and then i took a shorter walk with my family Where to? we did the podcast. Yes. just like around my neighborhood
0: oh. it seems like you're showing off there about how far you can walk yeah,
1: I we get it. I'm trying to implement some better habits in my life and exercise as part of that. So not over here. Not over here. I refuse.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe stop being uh, being friends with us. That's a good habit. That
1: is mm. a good
0: habit. Uh, I looked at Pokemon Go today. They uh, there's some new Pokemon in there. They, uh, uh I I I used to know Pokemon. I, I like Pokemon. Um but yeah, there's there's like uh, I think the evolved one is called like Clawtizer or something like that. He's blue. <laughs> he's got like a big claw. Um, but like his unevolved form is out there now. I found him in a raid, and then blinded uh, uh, us with science there, Johnny. What's the going on? He's not gonna play on the audio version.
2: Johnny, Johnny okay, has right. put a weird filters yeah. on. We were laughing. Sorry, and Chase.
0: I'm just
1: uh, no, I'm I sliding. Was I'm no adjusting laughing. sliders. I'm <laughs>
0: This is, I, this is real serious podcasting. It's a deep dive episode. This is professional
1: I'm, podcasting. I'm, it is. Trying, I'm really excited for this. I'm
0: trying. I'm trying so hard, guys. To do a professional dive episode. I'm using my professional voice. i going,
1: what mm-hmm. you This
2: is your NPR you, voice? You, no, his NPR voice would be a little bit deeper.
1: Oh, hello, everyone. I'm Ira Glenn. <laughs> I was going to say, you need know, a little bit more vocal fry in there.
2: This is yeah, thoughts got, uh, for uh, your uh, thoughts. Uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Is that enough
2: <laughs> From Pawnee. Thoughts mm-hmm. for your thoughts. Yep.
1: Uh, um, also, voice of Homer Simpson. That guy. Okay. That's true. True. Okay. I, heard, I heard glasses? Dan Castellaneta.
0: Yeah. Oh. That, that's what I said. You, you heard it as area, but I, I actually said Castellaneta. Yes anyway, um, also Zangoose, one of my favorite Pokemon, is is out there in the wild. I guess they switched the Surviper Zangoose or the regions and uh so i think they were out there they just weren't in my apartment so i decided not to walk to get them take this full circle i i was going to refuse to walk i just i'm not gonna do it I'm just not gonna we have a child on the show welcome to the child
2: welcome to the child show
0: that has gone. gone
2: chase what the, the hell are we doing tonight, tonight? yeah uh
0: we're <laughs> <laughs> we're talking you about you had
2: to night. go you yeah. had to go and what the hell are we doing i heard about a spirit within me at my church camp yeah. what are we doing here
0: uh, we're watching a movie. I mean, we watched a movie. We're not... Well, oh, I, guess, I, hang on. I guess people are literally going to watch a movie.
2: I haven't watched it, so I'm going to watch it right now while you're mm-hmm. doing this. Okay. You're
0: well, going to play... We'll be back in an hour and 46 minutes while oh Bobby watches <laughs> Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, <laughs> the seminal 2001 classic. <laughs> Guys. Um, and then we'll, I guess, we'll just all Why watch Why did it you make me watch, watch this? Why did you make me watch... What did I do uh, to you? Because it's important. Because it's, it's important. It's not good, but it's important. It's an uh, interesting I, cultural artifact. It's worth talking about. That's why we're that's why we're here. That's why I did. That. I could have had you watch Advent Children. I just said, no, no. Watch yeah, don't make us watch Final
1: good Fantasy, the Spirits
0: Within. Uh, we'll talk about what's good and what's not good. But yeah, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy, the Spirits Within. So this is where I get a little a little bit more professional. I wrote notes, so I'm going to look at these notes and read these notes uh it's a 2001 film like i said it released on july 11th it's uh i would say it's a movie that's associated with you know idolization and ambition and hubris and none, of, none of those things are actually in the movie like those are things about the movie but not actually in
1: mm-hmm.
0: um uh,
1: yeah go ahead john i was going to ask did am i the only one that saw this in theaters Almost assuredly, I I did not.
2: Yeah, Johnny, I don't know why you're saying that out loud. I know
1: you haven't seen it, Bobby, but I, I I was personally really excited for this because this was at the height of my Final Fantasy love. I might
0: not have even played a Final Fantasy game, same in two thousand before two thousand one, because I was not a PlayStation kid, man, and and I didn't play three, which was actually six uh, for the Super Nintendo. So I just kind of missed out on stuff. Um, okay, so Johnny's seen this movie in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie a couple times now, uh, not in the theaters. And then Bobby, this was your very first time watching the film, am I correct? Yep. All right, great. So we got some. We got three different perspectives here. Uh, let's jump in. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more about how this movie got made, and then we can talk about the movie itself. I think I think the movie itself is the least interesting part about this conversation. Yep. Everything around the movie is. <laughs> incredible way more incredibly interesting so uh the final fantasy of spirits within was a climactic moment for uh what was then called square or square soft okay. if you will they were riding high on their successes of games like final fantasy 7 and uh and the upcoming 8 they started to rush development of 8 because 7 was doing so well for them it was like we just we got to put out more we got to put out more of these things because people are just buying them they'll buy anything um And a lot of this was due to the involvement of the series creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi. And uh, after Sakaguchi expressed interest in making a film, Square's like, yeah, man, here's some some money. Let's do it. Uh, Square took a big leap and then decided to get into the movie-making business. They made a new company called Square Pictures. It was established in 1997. And they headquartered it in Honolulu, Hawaii, they also purchased a ton of fucking computers, and I believe it was 200 computers.
2: What um, kind of computers?
0: Like Millennium, something, I don't know.
2: Chromebooks? Super powerful computers. Yes, Chromebooks. 200 Chromebooks, eh? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. that's what it was. They were, were, they, Chromebooks.
2: were they playing Kahoot and doing some quizzes or something?
1: Probably. Uh, no, they were more of a uh, Jackbox.
0: I thought Kahoot was a Monster Hunter thing.
2: That's Kahoot. That's and you put some goddamn yeah. respect on kohoot's Co- 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 name
0: never never i'll never respect it. <laughs> um and then square also partnered with sony and sony slash columbia pictures i think it was just columbia pictures at the time uh to create the spirits within which um was considered at that time to be the first photo realistic computer animated film we did have a toy story came out before it but wasn't exactly photoreal. I mean, it was obviously like going for a more cartoony look, and this one was, was supposed to look yeah. real. And sure. you know what? They did a pretty good job for 2001. Uh, the film infamously cost a ton of money. I believe it's original 77 million. Yeah. They blew past that. Trump uh, change.
1: Real expensive.
0: Ended up costing them 137 million to make. I've also seen 177 flown out there, but uh, more of the more of the numbers I saw said 137. Uh, $45 million of that was just used to get square pictures up and running. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 960 computer workstations, not 200. Uh, That's a lot of Chromebooks. $30 million was used for the marketing. There was a lot of marketing. We'll talk about that later. Uh, the film's cast was really big budget too. I think this is another one of those points that you look at and go, Wait, what? Why? Yep. Why were these people in this movie? I was really oh, confused cool. when
2: I heard certain voices. I'm like,
0: wait a second. Let's, uh-huh. let's yeah. run down the list here. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, who you might know is the voice of Mulan. She was our, our, main, our main girl. Uh, Alec Baldwin. It's only, it's only <laughs> Wednesday. Heard of it. Uh, Ving Rhames. Steve Buscemi. The, the, the goat, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> uh, Perry Gilpin. Raz. Frasier, good job, yep. Roz. You were not very good in this film, but good job, Roz. Uh, Donald Sutherland, James Woods, who's a real piece of shit, uh, yeah, in, in this movie and in general, and uh, and our boy Keith David. Shout out to friend of the show, Keith David. Ass Pulled to ass. Uh, he played a very good coffee mug in Close Enough. He uh was in Saints Row Four, president, I believe. No, you were the president in Saints Row Four.
2: He was. And Requiem We're for a Dream and talking infamously about good stuff. talking
0: about his good stuff that movie look <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it's good it's well done it's not, I, and then well and then Bobby would know him best as Captain Anderson from uh some game called Mass Effect
1: yeah. was also in Barbershop he played a pimp in Barbershop he the man is a pimp so makes sense nice method acting
0: um, the film had 100,964 frames animation coming down to 106 minutes of film time. Each frame averaged about 90 minutes to render on all these goddamn workstations in Honolulu. Okay. Uh, it, it's absolutely nuts. Uh, if, you, if you did all that, if you, rendered, if you rendered this entire movie on one computer and you kept that computer on forever... With no breaks, it would take 24.3 years to finish rendering the entire That's, movie. That's, I, I have a hard
1: time. That's a lot of dough. i just, just picturing like one lone, like a, a janitor's closet in an office building in Honolulu. And they announced this movie, but they can only afford one computer. And it's like 24 years later. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just
0: like, hey guys, look what we found. We did it. It's just this time capsule that has continued to render this whole time. And here it is. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. <laughs> that's, that's what you get. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, over its four-year production, they, they calculated out, this is of course an estimate, but they estimated that 120 years worth of man hours were spent Creating Final Fantasy: The Spirits so Within. 120 time years, if you ask me. 120 man, 120 years of man hours. So you know all the people they had on it. The time calculated up together. A lot of time. A lot of. a lot of hours. I don't. I don't
2: know. That makes me feel really uncomfortable.
0: Why? Why does that make Why? you feel uncomfortable? I don't know. I just don't like that. No, I, I don't. Think, I, yeah. I don't like that. I mean, the, the pyramids took uh, probably took more time calculated everybody's i don't know if they're better this is than a this. greater achievement than that so really yeah the seventh the real seventh wonder of the world final fantasy the spirits within now on blu-ray oh uh, <laughs> god uh so all these hours were not spent for just one movie though of course not that'd be a ridiculous waste of time and money and effort uh, Square's plan was that they would actually create digital actors that could be used for a variety of roles in films. You guys remember seeing all these wonderful character models in, like, in future films, right?
1: Remember Ida being on the cover of Maxim? Maxim's Who? top one. Wait, what? Aki,
0: and we'll get to that. Shut up, Johnny! Don't don't steal my thunder. Um, so yeah, these, these these characters didn't actually go anywhere else after this. But the film's main character, Doctor Aki Ross. Uh, you know, with her sixty thousand strands of hair and her one hundred thousand hundred thousand polygon body and her three hundred thousand polygon clothes, uh, she was dubbed to be one of the very first synthespians, which is a beautiful term. Oh, I love it. No. I love it.
1: No, I don't, that, I don't, that was my favorite
0: I, thing to read this entire time research stuff. Know
2: if I like this.
0: I love it. It's the best. Um, but man, Johnny was right. Uh, they tried to make people capital H horny for Dr. Aki Ross. Uh, as Johnny mentioned, Maxim featured her as number 87 on their hot 100 in 2001. Even commissioned a custom piece of art for the magazine, Aki in a Bikini. Uh, CNN, I, did you guys watch that CNN clip I sent to you guys? I think so. It was like four minutes long. Could have taken like a cup of coffee and watched it yeah i watched it yeah i oh, watched okay. it yeah, yeah if you guys say so uh if just this ridiculous puff piece this woman had the maxim magazine out there in new york city just talking to random construction workers going like which one do you think's fake and obviously like manufactured where they point at like some other girl and go her she goes nope she's real she's a model and then oh, well her like she's an athlete uh it's fucking ridiculous it's like nope it's this one she's the fake one but you can't tell right you can totally tell I mean she looks great like she looks from a from a technical standpoint I it's very it's a very impressive is model she the original
2: the waifu no no <laughs> no is she the original They're... best girl no <laughs> absolutely not I'm, I don't know like, those are just terms that float around anime stuff so I had to ask I don't know
0: yes but <laughs> anime they they <laughs> Bobby. i don't an want to surprise you bobby but anime uh was around before 2001 get the hell out of here <laughs> I, I know you i know it's hard to believe. shut your mouth i know i'm sorry <laughs> i i didn't want to be the one to break this to you uh but there there were there was something called uh sailor moon happened before 2001
1: yep. dragon was, ball
0: uh, uh dragon ball yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't say dragon ball is really a waifu show i mean is that like a harry yeah, potter Roma? knockoff Got, yeah, um, who's the one in Dragon Ball?
1: The,
0: no, no, no. The one who'd like, she'd sneeze and like change into a different one. There's like a I don't a blonde girl with a Uzi and then she like flipped to a different girl. Anyway, I haven't I watched much Dragon Ball. Um, and then there was, uh, Lum. I can't remember her anime name, but she's the one with like the tiger bikini and she came from space. She was probably original wife. Okay. The best girl. No, Dr. Aki Ross is. One, not anime, and two, neither of those terms you brought up. Uh, anyway, I, I thought that CNN piece was absolutely ridiculous. Maybe we can link that uh, somewhere and, uh, and show yeah. people how fucking stupid that was. <laughs> um. It's pretty bad. Um, anyway, let's talk about the film. Bobby, I would actually like to hear what you think first, being the one who is uh, newest to this. What'd you think? Five stars? You'd watch it
2: again, right? I don't know. I, I, I mean, think it's that, better
0: than star Wars for sure, stop I mean, it's it. a, just a better, you can't, you can't follow world. up telling me
2: the anime's new or old. I, I think the look, if I really put myself back into that time period, I do distinctly remember having friends who were excited about this movie. And I do distinctly remember as somebody who's always tried to keep up with technology. Thinking that this looked really fucking cool. I thought that this movie looked cool. And I would say that even today, 20 years later, it still looks pretty good. And the way that I would say Toy Story looks good. Like you can definitely tell like if you watch m- like more modern Toy Story compared to 96 Toy Story. There's a difference. But mm-hmm. I think that if you, were, if you were to say like, hey, we're going to really flex our muscles with those 900 Chromebooks.
0: They did a good job. I think that one of the nice one of the nice things about Toy Story though is they're dealing with toys. Yeah, they there is no uncanny valley with Toy Story. Well, I mean, there are human characters, but they are a little uncanny, and it's not meant to be in this movie too.
1: Yeah, they're not Uh, going for photorealism.
0: Right, right, Uh, and that's definitely something that I think the spirits within fluctuates on how well it pulls off the uncanny valley.
1: Uh, sometimes yeah. it look better than others. I had some uh, thoughts last night as I was watching this. Just man, yeah. I mean,
0: I, I would say specifically the action scenes. I think are pretty rough. Uh, I don't like they. They did a lot of motion capture uh, for this movie, and I just think the action scenes kind of look kind like you can tell that stuff was mocapped yeah, and then it? not animated cleanly. Yeah. And then for right. a lot of the, the smaller movements, like hand, little finger hand movement stuff, and, and a lot of like talking stuff, they would hand animate those. And those look a lot better. There is a lot more talking in this movie than there is action, which I think is actually to its benefit in terms of quality of animation, not to its benefit in terms of enjoyable filmmaking. But uh, they do, I feel like they do things to try to glaze over how their weaknesses for sure
2: so I, what i will say is is that i'm gonna make a statement i don't know if you agree with me on this or not this came out in 2001 yeah. and and i can only imagine if i was somebody who was a fan of this series in 2001 looking at this and being like holy shit like this
0: is where it's this is what i want in a video game i would you say would just been coming. final fantasy 9 final fantasy 10 yep. was on its way Yep. Uh, so like you would have remembered Final Fantasy 7 VII and 8 and you would have been like, fuck yeah, those games were great. And, you know, a lot of people really like 9. I think there are some people who 9 kind of went back to the roots of Final IX's Fantasy. Nine's really good. In a way. Yeah, I'm not I'm not throwing shade on that. I haven't played it. I, I have it for Switch, but I haven't played it yet. Um, But but it did kind of go back to the roots of Final Fantasy. And I think some people were like, oh no, it's going further than that. We've got like guys in motorcycles and jackets and gun blades. We don't, we don't need to go back to Black Mages and shit like that. And this movie was like, don't worry, guys, no black mages here. That's for damn sure.
2: But what I'm saying, or what I was trying to say is that I think that in comparison, like looking at what we have today, when you look at like gameplay cutscenes and looking like, I think that this looks better. I think that we just now got past what this looks like, like pretty much like last generation, I think is when you probably saw quality start to eclipse a bit of this when it comes to like cutscene in game content where like all 360 era did not get close to this i would say that even early last gen like 2012 era or 2014 sorry 13 13 2013 you didn't see this yet either like even looking back at like the last of us remaster because that was like one of the first games where i could see like third like the original and then this one right watching this movie i'm like i think we just got past what this is and I think that's still pretty impressive.
0: I, I would say again, it fluctuates. I think there are some things like my first note here, Doctor, still impressive twenty years later. Seriously, her model could be right at home in a PS5 game. Like yeah. she, yeah, because obviously they did the most work on her. uh she still looks very good. Like I mm-hmm. could, you could put her up next to Ellie in The Last of Us Two. Totally, and I go. They look pretty much the same in terms of yep. quality. Um. But then my next note is the rest of the film has begun to show its age. Environments lo- look a little rough. Lighting could be a little better. Uh, the motion capture animation feels pretty rigid in action scenes and characters not named Aki yeah. don't have quite the same staying power. I think about um, the, the, the second most prominent person in this film, Alec Baldwin's character, Gray. Um, he is like so unnaturally squared off jaw, l- weird looking right. doom guy, dude, It just like that is where the uncanny valley hits me Of like yeah that doesn't look good and that is definitely where i think playstation 5 xbox series x uh, pc stuff has has blown past characters like that but but yeah like i think aki still has a little bit of staying power and it might be just in the way in her art style too where they toned her to be a little bit softer and not the the ridiculous meathead of Gray and some of the other soldier people that they're facing around. Right. Right. So this uh as as we kind of t- talked about or hinted at, uh this is a Final Fantasy movie in name only.
1: I know. Uh, I I personally was more than a little disappointed when I actually watched the movie. And yeah. You're not going to well, find Moogles. You're not going to find
0: Chocobos. Yeah. Really the only thing I saw. So th- there's a Dr. Sid who doesn't spell mm-hmm. his name with a C. So I have to think that was on purpose that they put a character named Sid in the Final Fantasy movie, but also they misspelled it. So part of me's like, did is that an accident? Did people know what's happening here?
1: No, uh, uh, no bigs, no wedge, no bigs, no wedge. It'd be it'd be maybe just a why, two star.
2: Wars. Why did this happen at the time that it did then? like it seems like they maybe missed their mark
0: no i i think they i think they made their mark and that was that was maybe part of the problem like you were coming off final fantasy 7 which had its cutscenes that people were raving over that was such a big deal that's why they moved from nintendo to sony was so they could put in these cutting edge cutscenes. and eight continued that trend of you know you had your blocky ass uh, cloud when you were in gameplay moments, and he looked so much better when he was in the cutscenes. And eight said, "Okay, well, we're gonna make our we're gonna make better characters in the gameplay as well." So now our pretty boys look pretty all the time. This was this was what you expected from Square. They just had the most cutting edge technology. So for them to say we're gonna make a movie that is photorealistic CGI, I think people took them at their word, and and that's what we got at the time for sure. But it was also, I think a lot of this is it had to be a movie and we they needed to actually make something that they thought people would see in a theater and people are not going to go see Moogles in a theater, right? Yes, at least would. that's not what they thought. I would. They had to make it. Well, yes, you would. And we'll talk about movies that did that and that we saw and liked more. Uh, but I, I understand what happened here, really, the only Final Fantasy really slipped in is this this movie is about the life stream you know they don't call yeah. it the life stream what do they call it instead it's the it's gaia, gaia. uh but it's hey hey i remember that from final fantasy 7 you made the life stream right. Things die they go back to the planet they kill on the planet um so yeah like that's that's about as close as things get uh one thing i want to note really early in the movie they uh dr aki ross is going through old new york to find one of the eight spirits why they're eight who knows no one no one will tell you nobody cares shut up it's eight. um but she's going through old new york and then after she gets picked up by gray and his team they go they go back to new york regular new york yep. and i love i just i love that they called it old new york Maybe Old they New just York. didn't want to call it New New York because Futurama was around. Yeah. already. Um, that would be great if Futurama was the reason that this movie had to call it Old New York instead okay. of New New York. Um,
1: am I the only one? They got Death Stranding vibes from oh, some sure. of those. I can see that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Wait, did yeah. somebody yeah. make a piss bomb?
1: No, but the monsters are invisible. did You watch the movie, the whole thing's a piss bomb. Yeah. <laughs> You just got Um, piss bombed. Society is, you know, walled off. I don't know. It just its like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, it is. It's it's not a very.
0: It's not breaking any new ground, for sure. There are there are they're called phantoms, but they are just like these weird orangey ghosts that look bad. I, I think they look really bad at the time. They probably looked really good. They look really bad now it's it's like here's a tapeworm here's some weird metroid chozo looking dudes it just don't
1: they just don't look
0: they don't look good they, just,
1: they don't look good uh I think the performances are you know
0: not great uh, the cast the cast is great like look at the cast look at the guys you have in here, but you know, most of the performances are pretty flat uh. You know, even though he's got really shitty, outspoken views, James Woods knows how to bring a character to life. He was fucking Hades and Hercules. Like, he knows how to bring a voice to a character and make them seem real because he went over the top to be able to do something like that. He's a shitty person, but he's got a good voice and he's got a good mind for this kind of voice acting stuff. Um, Steve Buscemi, what? Go ahead. I'm just thinking.
2: Walk with me on this. So basically...
0: yeah. Let's go. I, I told you I will not walk. I do not walk.
2: You do not do walk. Walker. Okay. So, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Top-notch acting. Over the top at times. A lot of acting. <laughs> lot of action. Final no, Fantasy the Spirits Within. These are all,
0: these are all false things.
2: What if... Because I just saw the trailer for this today. Saw uh-huh. FF9. And we just had... Uh-huh. He's mentioned that this was right after final fantasy nine. What if the next thing that we, we see in 2021 is fast, furious, the spirits within No, the crossover we deserve the acting we need,
0: you know, if, uh, they said, they're going to space chase. I think, well, this whole final fantasy four went to space. Final fantasy
1: seven went to space. Final Fantasy fifteen had a car. Final Fantasy VIII went to space.
0: Final
2: Fantasy XVI is not gonna be in space. Probably not gonna
0: be it's gonna maybe. be maybe.
2: Yeah. Probably not. But I think that I think that we can maybe see like Vin Diesel as a character that would be in this, like easily in this, like oh
0: sure. If you want to say Dominic Toretto is Sid in Final Fantasy The Spirits Within 2. Yeah no yeah baby <laughs> just no yeah um, baby back to the cast i think steve buscemi does a good job he's steve fucking buscemi uh keith david you know he does voice acting all the time so he knows how to do voice acting don sutherland i think did a really good job but the other, the other guy is like alec baldwin sounds tired yep and he was, <laughs> this he was just not what he wanted BG. to be doing yeah like, he was a well-regarded actor at the time uh he like he, he could play that role if he wanted to. He just kind of didn't want to. And I, I kind of don't blame him. Look at his character.
1: <laughs>
0: Why? You're not, you're not going to bring that guy to life. Uh, I love Roz on Frasier. Roz is maybe not the right, right but, choice for this. But maybe not so much for, for this role. Any, anything else you guys want to talk about the film? Because honestly, I am perfectly fine skipping over the film itself to talk more about the other things that I think are way cooler, but... Let's, we are here talking about the movie so is yeah there any other movies well there? i mean youtube I think, already
2: told me i can't show it so that's probably fair um fair.
0: probably doing you a favor
1: i I, yeah. I think i mentioned sorry but i was like legitimately excited for this and walked away i would have been uh old when i've been 12 13 something like that um i remember walking away it was like probably the first time I'd ever been let down by something I was really excited about like that, but oh, I didn't man. quite know how to quantify it. I was like that. Welcome that was, to the real world, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this was supposed to be amazing. And even, um, you know, like uh, Phantom Menace had happened by this point. Uh, but I thought that movie was incredible when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and this I didn't was know just any like, better
0: as a kid. Pod, like, man, this is pod racing.
1: Yeah. What do you want? I don't know. Like it just I've had such weird feelings about this for most of my life. You know, it's just I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's just this this meant a great deal to me when it came out. And then I was completely let down by it. And actually uh, but it wasn't like a complete garbage fire of
0: of a film. Like, yes, the the film, the story, the writing, the dialogue stuff was was pretty rough. I think a lot of art design stuff is really cool in it. I like the the shield stuff over the city. Uh, I like a lot of the Tron looking HUD stuff that they pull out there. Uh, I did find one thing. There's a Bioware art director, Derek Watts. He is still he is still at Bioware, still doing his thing. He said their art team uh, would took a lot of influence from the Spirits Within and when they were making Mass Effect. And I think it really shows. Like if you look at the HUD stuff that's in there, the armor design of the of the squad. The, uh, the ships that are there. You can, you can absolutely see like oh, kind of where the Normandy comes from. That's where, that's where that N7 armor kind of has some inspiration out of that stuff. And Bobby, did you notice any of that when you were watching the film? You were like, oh shit, maybe there's some aspect in there? Or just yeah. like, ah, it's generic sci-fi. No,
2: I mean, I think that you could definitely see where they would draw some inspiration for sure. Like, I think even some of the, the tools um, to the, the, like under... The undergarments that they would have, like underneath, like some of the armor that you would have in Mass Effect, what you see people wearing, like, mm-hmm. in between battle. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. when you're that's, on the ship, yeah, I think that's all,
0: all here for sure. Yeah, like some of the helmet design stuff, mm-hmm. where the guys looked a lot like the gears, uh, like the the throwaway gears in Gears of War, where they had those like blue circular uh, lights on where their eyes are. I, there, there's definitely. Work was put into this movie and and like video games, you can have a bad video game that a lot of really good effort was put into and good stuff comes out of, but the end product just isn't there. And I think this is absolutely a case of the end product just not being there. Yeah. So that's what we thought of the film. Let's talk about what other people thought of the film. Uh, This film, if you couldn't guess, bombed. Bombed um, pretty hard. You don't say. to the tune of uh, ninety-four million dollars, which, if you uh, did some calculations for inflation for twenty twenty-one money, actually one hundred and thirty-six million dollars lost today—a well, uh, <laughs> decent chunk of change. In North America, the film opening, the films opening weekend, which you know is usually when you get the highest amount of sales, uh, it grossed eleven million dollars, which I think put it fourth for that weekend. Number one movie that weekend, Legally Blonde. Congratulations, Reese That's the true classic. You are. How do you
2: fucking advertise this though? Like, who are they going for? How they advertise
0: that they put all the action, like all four of them, into the trailer, and they're like, "This is going to be an action-packed movie." And also, look at how look at look at Aki in this dream where ripples happen. Uh, Look at her hair. Look at her sixty thousand you know strands of hair that. Sounds like a Nickelback song. It looks kind of cool. Like this game there, this movie is going to rock your world. And some people went, yeah. And other people went, no, that's, <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch that. Uh, and there were more people who said, no, I'm not going to watch that. than there were people who said they would. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Legally Blonde. I'd watch Legally Blonde before I watched this movie again. Who had uh, more strands of hair? Yeah. Dr. Aki
2: or Rish Reese Witherspoon <laughs> and Legally Blonde? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it
0: was. Uh, mainstream audiences just didn't know what to make of it. Fantasy of fans couldn't find anything to hold on to. Uh, critics were out there. They were praising the tech and, and Aki specifically, but they would just rip the story and the script and just overall ended up being a pretty garbage movie. And, uh, and this really left a lot of lasting repercussions through Square. Square Pictures was shuttered. They got one more project left. Uh, they got one more contract project in at the time and that was a short for the animatrix either you guys watch the animatrix mm-hmm. yes actually animatrix okay. better johnny our bot and chat
2: just answer this question for us on which was better
1: not or, sure the animatrix <laughs>
0: or spirits within yeah uh, man the animation uh,
1: yeah. it confused uh, me almost as much as this did
0: yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, but the animatrix short that they did was titled "Final Flight of the Osiris." I watched it. I, I had to remember it. God, uh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, it there's a it starts with a sword fight scene that's really horny, where they're just like cutting the clothes off each other and like they're blindfolded and they start taking peaks. So it's bad. They're in the matrix and they get out of the matrix and shit's going bad. Uh, I I remember jack shit about the Matrix, but apparently this short is a direct prequel to both the film, The Matrix Reloaded, which is the second one, and the game Enter the Matrix. Like this, this stuff they there's the Sentinels, is that what they're called? Like the little, quid robot dudes. Yeah, Sentinels. Uh, they are coming to Zion, which is the big place with the humans <laughs> in the real world. You, you can tell how much I really remember uh, the Matrix, but like it, they're they're trying to send a warning like, hey, by the way, Sentinels are here. And then the Sentinels also kill them as they're trying to get that message. across. Anyway, that's that's. A pretty- uh, and then that's the last thing Square Pictures did. They they got absorbed back into Square proper. Um, those 960 Chromebooks, I think they were actually Pentium Brothers. They uh, probably just got thrown into a volcano.
2: Yeah, really First up, um, and
0: uh, and that was that for them. T- uh, there were actually talks. So we know we know today, Square as Square Enix. They are they merged with with Enix. Uh, you had, had the Dragon Quest people and the Final Fantasy people get together and now company. Uh, that was not the case back in two thousand one. It was going to be though. Two thousand, these two companies had talked about having a merger and uh, and planning on doing it much earlier. And after this film lost ninety four million dollars, uh, <laughs> Enix was like,
1: mm,
0: "Maybe, maybe we're gonna hold. Maybe, maybe we're gonna hold off on that." Uh, so that 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 those plans got shelved until two thousand and three, uh, until Square could turn itself around. And uh, you know, Sakaguchi, Japan is Japan's a little interesting. There's a there's a lot of talk about honor there, and I think some of that gets a little weird, and uh, you know, not not racist, but like misplaced appropriation on you know samurai culture and shit like that. But there is in Japanese business some kind of honor system where if if you are in charge of something and it does real bad, you are the one who takes the fall for it. You take responsibility. And you you're the one who pays the consequences. And for that, it was Sakaguchi. He was the one who wanted this movie made. He was the writer and director of the movie. There were certainly lots of problems with the movie that you could attribute to lots of different people and companies, but he was the one you could point to. And and he took it on the chin. He stayed with Square for a little bit longer, but he ended up leaving the company. Uh, he voluntarily stepped down as an executive vice president of Square and left in 2004 to create his own studio which is called Mistwalker. His final credit from Square uh, is as an executive producer on Final Fantasy X2, N2, whatever, uh, though he did give a special thanks on Final Fantasy XII, which I guess I will see at some point when I finish that game in many years. Uh, um, Mistwalker, you might know, went on to make Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, The Last Story, and then most recently, by uh, he certainly knows because we have a quick look of it up Fantasian yes which, uh, seems good seems good you you like that game I think that's cool I'm going to play that, but Sakaguchi is is maybe doing good things
2: that uh and I think that we mentioned it on our quick look of it, but Fantasian is directly he said inspired by his own works, which was Final Fantasy six sure
0: why not yeah I mean he he worked on He had a hand in all final fantasies from 10 down. I think
2: my question is
0: 10, two, I guess down.
2: Why wouldn't he just be inspired by the spirits within? Good point.
0: Maybe, maybe he was, did you not watch?
2: Johnny, I, I watched somebody who poured a lot of effort into 980 Mm -hmm. Chromebooks to make 60,000 strands of hair. Just because you're some rancid fanboy doesn't mean that some, you know, some uh, expert man of culture like myself can't I mean, enjoy it. Tommy
1: me why so, probably worked really hard on the room. I bet he did. Um, but it's still the we, we work
0: really hard on the show, and yet, yep. And here we are. This is what re- this is what results. A square, unlike us, would eventually enough. Um, that, you know, Sony came in and they purchased an 18.6% stake in the company that kind of helped to, uh, you know, calm things a little bit and to help them kind of get back on their feet. And then they had big hits like Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, they then completed their long-plan merger with with Enix, uh, becoming Square Enix in 2003. As for the Final Fantasy franchise... You know, Sakaguchi was the was the one who directed the first five games where he moved into a producer role. And then, you know, even though he wasn't the main director on those games, it still felt like Sakaguchi's series for a long time. But once he left. I'd say the series is still kind of trying to find its footing. It's it's had a tough road, even if I think some of the games that have come out of it have turned out to be kind of okay um we've had you know mixed success with MMOs we had the Fabula Nova Crystallis for Final Fantasy 13 you guys remember versus 13 which eventually split off to become 15 15 had DLC plans that got scrapped it's it's kind of it's kind of tough uh, where, it's where been a rough are. journey we had Tetsuya Nomura who who'd been a character designer on Final Fantasy games for a long time and then he was leading the Kingdom Hearts you know that he came back to uh, help lead the final fantasy seven remake. And, uh, and we have yet another new director who is in charge for the upcoming final fantasy 16, 16 games. 16 is a lot of, it's a lot for, of shit. For one series. Well, and and certainly, certainly there are more than no. 16 <laughs> final fantasy games.
1: Countless there. spinoffs,
0: a ton of spinoffs for sure. Um, anyway, surprisingly, even with square pictures disappearing, being folded back into square, Uh, That didn't mean Square Enix was done making movies. In fact, they have made two other full feature-length films since Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. I know Johnny knows them, but Bobby, can you name both
2: movies? Uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children.
1: Good. And? And?
2: Final Fantasy VII The Crystal Kids.
1: Ah,
0: you're so, so close, you're so close. It is another Final Fantasy movie. Uh, it, it is the newest one. I, I didn't figure you'd know this. I barely remember that they made this movie. Uh, it was Kingsglaive Final Fantasy fifteen it Came out in 2016. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I do remember that. I
1: watched this. Uh, and I, I was
0: disappointed as yeah, a fan. <laughs> uh, Advent Children came out in 2016. Uh, let's talk about Advent Children first. Uh, we're all pretty familiar with Advent Children. Bobby, you actually haven't seen Advent Children, have you?
2: No, I thought it was a Christmas special, so I didn't watch it.
0: Okay. Well, I would continue not to watch it while the remake stuff is out there, so yeah. you can be as least spoiled as possible. Uh, but Johnny and I are both familiar with Advent Children. I did not know that it actually started as a 20-minute movie, uh, like a just like a like a tech demo kind of thing, and then mm-hmm. it expanded to 100 minutes after there was a ton of positive reception and buzz for it. Um, Hmm. I would I would imagine, though, that there was still some sting from the past because instead of getting a full theatrical release, film was uh, straight to DVD.
1: And uh, oh, man. And uh, okay, quick story. Yep. So I was incredibly hyped for this, as you can imagine. (laughs) I Uh, can imagine. And my friend Kelly's brother somehow gotten his hands on an early copy of the japanese dub with subtitles and so i went over there after school or whatever one day and watched it before its actual north american release and i loved it i (laughs) thought it was great um but i don't know Again, it's one I haven't seen since I was in, in my teens, so I can't speak to its quality as a film now, but yeah. at the time, it blew my fucking mind. <laughs>
0: I I rewatched it after finishing the the remake last year, and I still found it to be relatively enjoyable. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. Uh, I really want to talk about King's Glaive, because uh, I'd never seen King's Glaive before. I decided it was my research duty to watch Kingsglaive Final Fantasy 15 for this episode, just to, see, you know, compare just a little comparison. I'd, I'd already seen Advent Children. I knew about Advent Children don't need to tread down that road again, but this is something new, something new to me anyway, so. Sorry, guys, I have to talk about Kingsglaive. Okay. Uh, I didn't get super far in Final Fantasy 15, as you guys know, I got slightly further in Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition uh, which someday I'd like to go back to and play. I, I like, pop. uh, I didn't expect to understand anything about Glaive, and I found myself kind of surprised. So Can I'm I... going to take you. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. There's this quick question
2: that I, I want to bring up that was asked, um, or, or mentioned, uh, and there's an optional side character that had a pivotal plot point in Advent children from taken from chat here. Yes. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Hey, um, Sorry, can we take a very short break before we move on to King's Clave? Is that cool? Yeah. Host. We can just a minute. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. okay. Hey, we'll be right, be right back.
0: Hey, that's what a host says. Point at me, or I could just keep talking. You can do like a cold open kind of thing.
2: There you go. Um, You're yeah, good. I, I We're imagine
0: back. your point. I, I'm just going to keep talking like it's a cold open, though.
2: It's the so coldest. It's cool. Open, open, you've ever experienced very
0: frosty, dark and stormy night. Opening. True, hello everyone. We're back. Um, I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy 15 King's Glaive. It's actually King's Glaive Final Fantasy 15. If you want to properly find it online and, and watch it, oh boy, hey, so what do you think about this? Uh, I'm just going to read through my notes, okay? Like just raw, raw notes here, and we'll see how people react. King's Glaive takes place during the early events of Final Fantasy XIII after Noctis and his dork posse leave Lucius. It depicts how the city of Insomnia falls and how Nox's father, King Regis, is killed. That's a pretty accurate description of the film. Characters I recognized: colon, King Regis. I know that guy. Noctis and the dorks, though they, they barely, like, they're, a, they're in a cameo. Are they really called dorks? Yep. No, they're not dorks. Is oh. like three other three other friend dudes who
1: Noctis and the Dorks is the name of his band. Yeah, probably. Here.
0: Um, they they show up at the very end of the movie, like a post, like a Marvel post credits thing, where they're pushing the car and they're like, "Oh, that's where the game starts." Yeah, huh? good. Yeah, uh... they're not really in the movie. Like Noctis is Noctis is in real early as like child Noctis. Um to depict something real quick there, but then he's not in the movie at all. Uh, I wonder if that's because they would have wanted his voice actor to be in it, and his voice actor is maybe not a movie voice actor, but a game voice actor, so they're like, maybe we just plan around that. Because there aren't actually many people who reprise their roles from the game for the movie. We'll get into that. Anyway, characters are recognized. King Regis, Noctis and the dorks, uh, Princess slash Lady Lunafreya, and Chancellor Arden Zunia. He's the one with the hat. Got it. I, I, that's me. That's how I remember it. Um, actually, sorry, I should have just kept reading. Tama, who I only really remember as that resort. There you go. With the hat. Uh, there are lots of characters in the movie. There are lots of other characters in the movie, but I know fuck all about them. Uh, next point. The English voice cast is similarly stacked to Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, though not particularly faithful to their in-game voices. Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad and Magnets. Breaking Bad. What's the what's the other El one? El Camino. El Camino, thank you. I was gonna say Casino. Oh, uh, uh, we're talking about other unnecessary movies tonight. Bojack Jack. now. Um and Need for Speed. Aaron Paul's Need for Speed. Uh, he plays the main character of Nyx Ulrich. Sean Bean, as you might know, as guy getting killed in everything he's ever been in, uh gets killed as King Regis. Uh, uh, Lena is this- he- Lena is it Hetty Heady? Game of Thrones girl. Hetty? Yeah. Yeah. Lena Lena Hetty. Uh, she's she plays Luna Freya, although I at the beginning she's the narrator. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's her. I remember her. And then for the rest of the movie, she honestly sounds way more like Sansa than uh and, awesome. and yeah, it's, it's very weird. Uh, I thought for sure it was it was totally uh Sansa's actress who was doing Luna Freya there for a bit. Apparently not. uh And then Darren DePaul returns as Chancellor Arden. He's the only one other than noctis and the boys, the dorks, uh at the end of the movie because they're just pushing the car and it's like a two. Bunch
2: of dummies. Just a bunch of a bunch dummies.
0: Of um. When anyway, does when does I, I the girl
2: come in with the 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 real obnoxious shorty shorts and...
0: She's not in it. That's uh, the, the, the bigger dude's brother or bigger dude's sister.
2: The one that fixes the car or fills up the car with gas or whatever. Oh,
0: no, you mean Cindy? No, Cindy's yeah. also not in this film.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. At least they're true to their, their word.
0: Yeah. Um, fun note here, the Japanese voice actor for King Regis, uh, Tsutsumo Isobe, also played General Hine in the Japanese version of Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Damn. How about that? That is, you know. How about they, them? They knew, they knew a guy. Uh, anyway, I would say, as my next note here says, it's a generally watchable hour and five minutes, which is a long time. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot longer than Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Um, eh, I guess it's not a lot longer. It's like 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes. So, Star Fantasy is pretty track. long. Are you doing, are you doing animation? Uh, even if you're, I would say it's generally walking Scene though, you will be wondering why people seem to give a fuck about Prince Noctis when he's absent for almost the entire film. You may find this hard to believe, but we got a lot better at making realistic films in the fifteen years after *Spirits Within*. While Aki's model still impresses, she's outshined by even the lowliest character models in *King's The animation is much smoother and more believable outside of a few facial expressions. The objects and settings are incredibly lifelike, and the voice acting comes off as way more natural, although I think Aaron Paul's voice really doesn't match his character. Uh, he still does a pretty decent job at, at being the main guy. Uh, the fight scenes in this movie, especially the climactic one at the end, and I have this cap slot here. Sick as fuck. Yeah? They're really good fight scenes. Like there's the the final fight scene. It's not really a spoiler because I don't even know what's going on. Uh, there's a big hulking dude with a sword clashing with Aaron Paul's knife guy who is bamfing around like Nightcrawler or like Noctis with his like throw swords and teleport yeah. to them powers. But bamfing. Um, so they're, they're doing that big fight, except they're also doing that big fight on uh, these huge... Uh, let me let me find it around here uh, while they bounce around with uh, bounce around with their sword clash stuff there's a second more grander fight between a building sized living statue that's going toe to toe with a demon as they tear apart a city so like they are bouncing around these big monsters that are also fighting it's like I said sick as fuck sick uh, it's, it's AF, really impressive as a kid. It, it's really impressive and I think it's also impressive how easy to follow the of this uh unlike something like uh, you know michael bay's transformers or stuff like that you see a bunch of movies that do uh, like a bunch of like super close-ups where you just see movement happening and they're mm-hmm. like yeah that's a fight scene i don't i don't know how any of that stuff transformers
2: connected. is some of the worst fight scenes i've seen in modern it really movies is. it's, it's so fast. muddy you have no idea what's going on
0: yep uh those are the notes i took uh received a very small theatrical run in the United states. And while it's ultimately more of a piece of promotional material than a proper movie, uh, I think it's generally pretty effective at what it's trying. To do. You guys might be surprised to hear that the critical reception for both Advent Children and Kingsglaive were actually much worse than Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Um, until you take into account, and I think this touches on things that, that Johnny and I talked about earlier, these other two movies were made to be Final Fantasy movies. Like they are, they are Final Fantasy. You have characters that people recognize. You have settings and ideas that make sense. They were built with fans in mind. Like Kingsglave, as as pretty as it looks, is absolutely a piece of promotional material to get people to play the game. And an anime they made as well.
1: They did. Or they they Called, promoted their shit out of this movie.
0: Yeah, Brotherhood, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I downloaded all of them. I have not watched them. Um but, yes, uh, someday I will watch that. I, they also made another quick video for episode Arden, which was the DLC for that Chancellor guy with the hat, um, which I also downloaded and have not watched. And then I think there were plans to do more stuff, and then they canceled all the plans for everything fifteen. And now none of that stuff's getting made. Um yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's interesting that you know these movies are. Were more panned and yet I think are better remembered because they they had a, a more targeted vision to them. They were they were built for fans to get excited about them and they accomplished that. Like Johnny said, he was super excited for Advent Children. He watched it. I think I think even Johnny, you and I would admit it's not a very good movie. No, if if you have never played Final Fantasy 7, you have no idea what's going how, on. How, no. how many we're Final like Fantasy
2: anime's there. were there?
0: There was a proper like I think there have been animated things, lots of smaller animated things, but if you're talking like an anime series, there was one and it was bad. It's old. There's what's a what's it there's called? There's a clip. I I I think it's like it's called Final Fantasy and something with crystals. It's really bad. It's like Saturday morning cartoon looking bad. There's a Chocobo in there. Final Fantasy and Unlimited? there's like a kid. Do what?
1: Final Fantasy Unlimited. Mm, I don't think so. That's what chats. Uh, Legend, Legend of the crystals.
2: Legend of the crystals.
0: There's been a few. That, that might be it.
2: Uh chat's asking if we were familiar with the other animes that they had.
0: Uh yeah, Final Fantasy Legend of the Crystals is the one I'm talking about. Um that one is horrid.
2: Horrid. Do you mean horrid
0: No, I don't mean that. I know you're asking that. <laughs> um no, like there's a scene that I the only scene I really remember is a kid walking up to a chocobo with like a Kit Kat, like a broken off piece of Kit Kat, and he makes a joke about it's a piece of ch 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 chocolate for the ch ch ch. Oh no! Get, get, get out of here. this is bad. This is, I'm in hell. I'm in hell right now. Um, the Fire Emblem anime is better than the Final Fantasy anime, and the fire the Fire Emblem anime is also bad. <laughs> like really, really, just awful. Um. Anyway that's pretty much about it. Well, I well I think the spirits within is, you know, most often just seen as like another bad video game adaptation. I think there were a lot more wide-reaching implications for for the movie, for the companies involved, for the people involved, uh for you know, people who took inspiration from it like the the team the art team at BioWare. Um you know, there was there was definitely good and bad that came out of this movie. Sure. But definitely
2: more, more bad, more bad,
0: more bad. Okay. Anyway, that's it. That's that's chase. A, you did it. That's a deep dive. We, we did it. I, Record time.
2: I enjoyed going to the movies. Just having, I haven't been able to do that for a while. Um,
0: it's, I'll it's, pick a better movie next time. It's just if it's we just do an, interesting. If we do another one.
2: I'll pick. A- you know, it's like interesting that this would be. I think the timing when it came out is strange. I think that the audience that it tried to go for because look like final fantasy was definitely like very popular it's i mean it was huge but
0: it it was it was huge for a game though correct it wasn't huge for a thing and and when you're trying to make a hollywood blockbuster a summer blockbuster this came out in july right it's you have to go for a more mainstream audience and they went for the starship troopers audience and they couldn't hit it i well mm, I wouldn't even say they went for the Starship Troopers thing because they were trying to make a much more serious movie than that. but hey, I like that movie. It, I, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying this this was going for more of a drama thing than the the kind of satire thing that Starship Troopers was going for. right. Anyway, yeah, they tried to make a blockbuster That just had a big budget and really nice technology for the time and it didn't work out just
1: in
2: yeah look i think that um maybe mm-hmm. nowadays if there is something i mean well i shouldn't say that like the one that you just mentioned like they've, they've done other things it, it this is a, a fucking relic at this point in time and it's interesting to yeah. look back at it and it's interesting to see like what could have been or where they took some missteps and what caused other things to happen but i do think that uh yeah i think there's something there's something As somebody who was like kind of at the, you know, like I was, I just got my license when this came out. Like I literally, well, no, you said this was early July. When was this in July? July 11th. Yeah, so I would have been like this close to getting my license. By the time I got my license at the end of the month, it would have been out of theaters probably. But I just think about that time of my life and like where this would fit, and
0: it was fun to go back to it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the worst thing to happen in 2001, right? Ooh. All right, guys, that's the show. Uh, uh, I just, ooh. I thought this was time to talk about, we did, uh, we had Final Fantasy VII Remake as our game of the year last year. Uh, I'm currently playing Final Fantasy XII, Bobby is currently playing Mistwalker, or playing <laughs> Fantasian from Mistwalker, mm-hmm. Johnny is a Final Fantasy simp, so of course, like, any time's a good time for Final Fantasy for him. Um, it, it, it just seemed like a, a good time to talk about the script. Yeah, it was. It was. And now it's not anymore.
2: Uh,
1: Well, Chase, thanks so much. Strange, strange thing.
2: For putting together a thoughtful deep dive for us. Thanks, Uh, Chase. We do that once a month here at the Casual Hour. Uh, If you enjoyed what we were doing here and you enjoyed what Chase was saying, you should follow along with Chase uh, as he does something really cool called Gamers on the Go, uh, which is a amazing podcast. There is a lot that he can tell you about it. It's only it.
0: amazing when you're on, Bobby.
2: Hey, that's, uh, that's coming soon, I would What imagine. about me?
1: Eh, yeah,
2: you know, they're okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got some information here in the chat right now if you want to spill the beans on what Gamers on the Go does.
0: Yeah, I mean, we do, we do a handheld video game podcast. Uh, no, no set schedule for it, but me and a guest will talk about a game or a franchise or a piece of hardware or something handheld-wise. And we'll just kind of talk the shit out of it, talk about where it came from, talk about who made it, who was, who it inspired, who it was inspired by, and uh, and have a real good time. Uh, I know that I have a show scheduled, not scheduled, I have a show decided upon, I have a guest decided upon, he's sitting in this Discord room right now, and uh, and once we finish the game, we'll do a podcast. Yeah, I'm,
2: so- I'm excited. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Gamers in the go really great evergreen content. Go back. Check them out. Links are in chat. Uh, you can find some really cool stuff that Chase does. Um, I've been on a few episodes. Johnny's been on a few episodes, I think. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Always a very I'm good best. learning opportunity um, for us here at the show. Oh, Johnny, what are you playing Minecraft still?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. I you, like I like the head shake and the
2: yes. Johnny and his son Jude are still playing Minecraft. Creative worlds. Um, So we've had a pretty eventful week so far here at the Casual Hour. We've had Monday night to recap, which is when I go live at 1030. The last four weeks, Chase has been with me, and we've been doing a series called Monday Night's All Right for Fighting in Tight Spaces. We just completed the fourth chapter of the game, which leads us to the final chapter coming out this Monday. Uh, where we will take on a rogues gallery of villains that we have beaten in tight spaces. Uh, And that game...
0: We're gonna (laughs) die. We're gonna die real bad.
2: Yeah, we're gonna die pretty bad. But we've had a lot of fun. That game continues to impress. And Chase, it's been a joy playing that with you. Uh, Last night, I put a bonus stream out for some more uh, in-game Outriders content. And you can see a little bit more about, like, build details there and what that game does past this, uh, you know, jumping over bridges moments. Tonight we had we'll a deep dive. Probably body. do a quick look of that. Yeah, soon. I mean, we did. We
0: did. That's bad. Audio's bad.
2: I mean, um, yeah,
0: Riders is bad. I see it doesn't matter how many quick looks we do it. With.
2: It's a fine game. Um, Thursday night, nothing. Maybe we'll record a quick look. And Friday, Johnny and I are back in action with some Monster Hunter Rise, where we will be yeah. beating the shit out of monsters. Yes doing them dirty doing them dirty uh all the things that we just mentioned the the post streams uh the past streams i'm sorry the Vice and tight spaces series you can go to our, our twitch page that we're on right now go to videos you can see all that head over to youtube uh chase mentioned Fantasian earlier that's a game that we did a quick look on this past weekend posted on monday you can see what Miss walker has been up to post final fantasy and what that looks like uh but yeah that's kind of what we've been up to. We've had a lot
0: of stuff happen this week. It's been a pretty busy week for us here at the Casual Hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. next week we'll have, we'll do a, like a normal what you've been playing and a news episode, and we just had a Nintendo Indie World today, so mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, next Wednesday. Yep. We'll get yep. stuff out of that.
2: Yeah, and then shortly after that, we're going to be telling you about the month of May, and I'm sure you've all been wanting to know what games are coming out, but you got to wait a few more weeks, and then we'll let you know for I'll sure. Knows. Uh, Chase. Chase. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great yeah. night. Johnny and Chase and I-